The Old Testament reading is from 1 Kings chapter 19, starting at the first verse. Ahab told Jezebel all that Elijah had done and how he had killed all the prophets with a sword. Then Jezebel sent a messenger to Elijah, saying, So may the gods do to me, and more also, if I do not make your life as the life of one of them by this time tomorrow. Then he was afraid, and he arose and ran for his life, and came to Beersheba, which belongs to Judah, and left his servant there. But he himself went a day's journey into the wilderness, and came and sat down under a broom tree. And he asked that he might die, saying, It is enough. Now, O Lord, take away my life, for I am no better than my father's. And he lay down and slept under a broom tree. And behold, an angel touched him and said to him, Arise and eat. And he looked, and behold, there was at his head a cake baked in, on hot stones and a jar of water. And he ate and drank and lay down again. And the angel of the Lord came again a second time and touched him and said, Arise and eat, for the journey is too great for you. And he arose and ate and drank and went in the strength and, that, and of that food forty days and forty nights to Horeb, the mount of God. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The epistle reading is from St. Paul's letter to the church at Ephesus, starting in the fourth chapter of the 17th verse. Now this I say and testify in the Lord, that you must, walk, that you must no longer walk as the Gentiles do in the futility of their minds. They are darkened in their understanding, alienated from the life of God because of the ignorance that is in them due to their hardness of heart. They have become callous and have given themselves up to sensuality, greedy to practice every kind of impurity. But that is not the way that you learned Christ, assuming that you have heard about him and were taught in him as the truth is in Jesus. Put off your old self, which belongs to the former manner of life and is corrupt through deceitful desires, and to, and to be renewed in the spirit of your minds, and to put on the new self, created after the likeness of God in true righteousness and holiness. Therefore, having put away all falsehood, let each one of you speak the truth with his neighbor, for we are members of one of another. Be angry and do not sin. Do not let the sun go down on your anger, and give no opportunity to the devil. Let the thief no longer steal, but rather let him labor, doing honest work with his own hands, so that he may have something to share with anyone in need. Let no corrupting talk come out of your mouths, but only such is good for the building up, as, as fits the occasion, that it may give grace to those who hear. And do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God, by whom you were sealed for the day of redemption. Let all bitterness and wrath and anger and clamor and slander be put away from you, along with all malice. Be kind to one another, tender-hearted, forgiving one another, as God in Christ forgave you. Therefore, be imitators of God as beloved children, and walk in love as Christ loved us and gave himself up for us, a fragrant offering and a sacrifice to God. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks, Thanks be to God. God.
Holy Gospel according to St. John, the sixth chapter. Glory Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus said to them, I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me shall not hunger, and whoever believes in me shall never thirst. But I said to you that you have seen me, and yet do not believe. All that the Father gives me will come to me, and whoever comes to me I will never cast out. For I have come down from heaven, not to do my own will, but the will of him who sent me. And this is the will of him who sent me, that I should lose nothing of all that he has given me, but raise it up on the last day. For this is the will of my Father, that everyone who looks on his Son and believes in him should have eternal life, and I will raise him up on the last day. And so the Jews grumbled about him, because he said, I am the bread that came down from heaven. They said, Is this not Jesus, the son of Joseph, whose father and mother we know? How does he now say, I have come down from heaven? Jesus answered them, Do not grumble among yourselves. No one can come to me unless the Father who sent me draws him, and I will raise him up on the last day. It is written in the prophets, and they will all be taught by God. Everyone who has heard and learned from the Father comes to me. Not that anyone has seen the Father, except he who is from God. He has seen the Father. Truly, truly, I say to you, whoever believes has eternal life. I am the bread of life. Your fathers ate manna in the wilderness, and they died. This is the bread that comes down from heaven, so that one may eat of it and not die. I am the living bread that came down from heaven. If anyone eats of this bread, he will live forever. And the bread that I will give for the life of the world is my flesh. This is the gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. Grace, mercy, and peace be unto you this day from God our Father and our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. It seems like you and I, we have been running a race. We are tired. I remember watching the Olympics this week and watching the final of the women's marathon as the people were coming into the finish line after some 26 miles of grueling hills, temperature, humidity, and just exhaustion. I can't even imagine walking after that period of time. And here the people were celebrating and even though they were exhausted. And that is kind of the feeling that you and I have, I think, this day. We're really tired of this COVID bug. We're really tired about hearing about it. And we're really sorry for all those who lost their lives. And intermixed in that, is also knowing that those who had faith in Christ are now with him in eternity. And so that's the little bit of celebration in the midst of weariness. And where I get that from is really 
our Old Testament reading today where we hear the prophet, right? We hear about Elijah who, you know, had, we remember the big story of Elijah, right? You know, the one that's probably the most known, him going up there onto the mountainside and creating an altar to the Lord where the servants of Baal created their altar to their God. And the only altar that was accepted was the one of Elijah. And we remember that so well, that vivid victory of God consuming what was on the altar and even the water around the altar dried up. So intense was the presence of God. That intensity of God's presence is still with us today. Sometimes, though, you and I, we just don't see it and sense it or we've grown accustomed to it. And so you and I today, we're faced with this word of scripture. This word of scripture that shows Elijah not being full of faith, but running for his life. Running scared and exhausted and just wanting God to take him now. Just take me, Lord, I'm done. I have no more to go. And God coming and interceding into the life of Elijah to give him new hope by giving him bread to eat and water to drink, to refresh him as he goes on. So you and I today, we need a little refreshment as well to go on because this COVID bug is not going away. It's rearing its head again, even here in Augusta. We see cases going up. We see fear rising again. And boy, we're just tired of it all. But God does renew our strength. That's where our hope and strength is, is in Christ, in his presence. He's the one who comes and is the life of the world. He is the one whose flesh is given to us. It's his word that we feast on today. It's his word that helps us no matter where we are in life. Today's world is filled with terrors. We might think it all looks beautiful, but there are terrors around every corner. This week, my son was mowing the lawn for me, and he called me and said, Dad, park at the street when you come home, because we have a snake situation. <laughs> Those were his exact words, snake situation. You see, just when you think everything's harmonious and my lawn's green for a change, and you know, it needs to be cut all the time, then there's a snake situation. See, just when we think we're relaxing, there comes in something. So you and I, our strength will ebb. Our strength will dry up. But our strength, our real strength, comes in the Lord. He's the one who provides us the certainty and the security to face what lies ahead of us. Sometimes that means being in the hospital. Sometimes that means being in a rehab center. Sometimes that means 
going to be with the Lord. But God is with us in all of those things. How many times in our gospel reading did we hear that on the last day, what's Jesus gonna do? Raise them from the dead. How much more promise do we need, people? That God has got us. He's got us in his hand. Nothing could snatch us out. No COVID bug, none of our own frustrations, no matter what sickness, illness, difficulty that we face, God has got us in the palm of his hand. And he promises to be with us through it all, through death into new life. And that is what you and I cling to when life gets uncertain, when there are snake situations, when there are prophets running from their lives, when everything seems to be so uncertain and destruction seems like a real reality. God is the one who is our mighty fortress. He is our strong tower. He is our ever-present help in every day. So as we remember Psalm 23, the Lord is our shepherd. He leads us through good things, but he even leads us through the valley of the shadow of death. And what is it? We fear no evil. And why is that? Because he is there. His rod and his staff, they comfort me. You see, all those things God is with us through. He's with us from the beginning to the end of COVID. He is with us from the beginning to end of our lives. And he is with us from now to eternity. That is the God who has loved us that much, who cherishes us. And we think that we love a lot. Imagine how great is God's love. So today, be reminded of the hope that we have, the promise that God will raise us on that last day and that we will be with him forever. Amen. Now may the peace of God, which passes all human understanding, guide our hearts and minds in Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen.